Let me bang you, I do let you bang Let me bang you, I let you bang I let you bang Greetings, Marys and Virgins. Go for Jesus! No for Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey, everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bill Dawes, who's on his way to Hawaii, right? Uh, yeah, actually, it's going to be a little bit later, so I don't have to Oh, okay. Rush. Where are you right yeah. now? I'm at the Intercontinental. Oh, in, uh, in uh, New York? Yeah. No, in uh, downtown LA. All right, the Intercontinental Hotel, and you go to Hawaii to film a TV show or a comedy show or what? Uh, no, just for fun. <laughs> really? I know, it's crazy, right? Yeah. What, uh, what part of Hawaii? Um, God, I always forget how to pronounce it. Kauai? Kauai? Kauai, yeah. Are you going with like a girl? Are you are, are you meeting somebody there? Yes, of course. Of course. Is it a girl that already lives there or are you and her going? We're gone. Look at you. Damn. Here here I am always thinking that you're struggling with money and you're, you're like you have issues and this and that. You got seven kids. Um, and there you, and, and here you are going to Hawaii with a, with a with a girl that I you are the most you are the shadiest best friend I've ever had. <laughs> I never know what you're doing. I never know who you're dating. I never. I told you 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 you, you were having a kid the next day and didn't mention it to me on a, a seven hour road trip. It's just you just internet. You had a lot to talk about that day, Adam. I was listening. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Meanwhile, I am at the L.A. Comedy Club in Laughlin, Nevada. Um, and like Anthony Clark used to have a, a joke. He's like, if you have one day to live, go to like Hickory, North Carolina, because that one day will feel like 27 years. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. Um, but uh, well, how close is that to Vegas? It's about an hour and a half. But the problem is like Vegas, I usually sell out in Vegas, like everyone, but I'm not going to have anyone drive from to Laughlin from Vegas. You know, people from Vegas, yeah. like they don't even like going to the strip, you know? So, yeah. and there aren't that many like places around here that people live. People just come here for like skiing or they come here to die. Um, there's not like much, but uh, right. meanwhile, waiting for, uh, waiting for McCorkle. I try Yeah, I'm on, I'm on. Uh, McCorkle said he tried signing on, but did you have any? Did you have any problems um, signing in? No. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Don the old problem signing in excuse. All right. I mean, Don Fry doesn't know what year it is, so like, and it's his. <laughs> I'm not even sure he even knows he's still living. Uh, but I love him. He's the the greatest. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Don Fry is one of these. I I never met a person that every single thing he says is a, a catchphrase. Don't like, you think he should be a bigger star? A hundred percent. One thousand percent. Iconic. Well, I think he should be like mainstream iconic. I think that um, you know, I think that uh, I don't know, man. I mean, for a while it was hard if you were super right wing. It was like unless, oh, okay. but but even even but even even that, like, he should have an excuse. Like he's just Don Fry, and he's just the <laughs> toughest man alive. 
I mean, it used to be with like Republicans and Democrats. It didn't matter as long as you were a good person. Like Michael J. Fox was a Republican on Family Ties. I don't, was it Family Ties? Oh, yeah. And no one gave it. He was amazing. I mean, Bruce Willis has been a Republican his whole life. Like, what's the name of the Republican? Nobody cares. Clint Eastwood is Schwarzenegger. Clint Eastwood, Schwarzenegger. Um, the other guy that uh, really good looking, Rob Lowe. You know, but people like people, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. But for some reason, people started saying you're a Republican. It just became like you got. I, I think that's changing. I do think it's changing, especially when, you know, you got the Gutfelds of the world and you got the right wing. A lot of comics are starting to, because it just, it, it just went too far. It just went too yeah. far. And you need more black comics and black entertainers to be like, I'm Republican to kind of destigmatize it. Really? You know? Really? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Herschel Walker almost won. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but but, but to the answer, yes, I don't know why Don Fry isn't a bigger star because he's a real life Chuck Norris, um, and he's a great he's a great actor and he's a great guy and he's got a heart of gold, and, and he's tougher than all of them and he's funnier than all of them. I think also there's no more sitcoms because he'd be great on a fucking sitcom. I mean, he'd be the perfect he'd be the perfect guy. You can get him on pin. Can you imagine getting on pin? I would one thousand percent get him on pin. But, you know, but then again, there's like another way where it's like people that like Rob Schneider, who's now making a career out of uh, being a right wing. I mean, Rob Schneider, because now people I mean, you know, the argument can be made is like, is Rob Schneider better off being Adam Sandler's seventh sidekick and saying you can do it or having comedy specials on Fox News? Um, And because wherever he goes now, he sells out. And I don't think he was selling out before. Yeah. But wherever he goes, he sells out now. Yeah. Now, are they going to give him another TV show? I mean, they should. No. They should. And who gives a fuck what he said? I mean, who cares what his politics are? But 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 they won't, right? Or, or will they? I mean, what do you think? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that. Well, it depends also what network. But I don't think like ABC, CBS, NBC is going to fuck around with a Republican lead in a sitcom. I mean, Tim Allen, I feel like, was the last one that they did and they've always been trying to cancel the shows and they just and the it was like the, and it was like the number one show right it was the most watched yeah. show and they got trying yeah, to cancel it, it, it's crazy i mean it's really not fair too it's not fair that uh that just because you lean a certain way when there are two parties in this world that all of a sudden they're just going to take it away from you you know yeah. it's, it's it's especially especially when me, you and i like i know people that are complete dickheads the fucking worst people I've met in my life, but because they're liberal, they just keep getting shots. And, um, um, you know, not good. Oh, of course. Anyway, of course. Sean, how are you? Hanging in there. Can you hear me? My audio was messed up there for a minute, but I think I'm back. Am I, can you hear me at least? Yeah, what's the matter? Okay. Uh, I don't know. It was just weird. It was some, my speakers were so loud. It was ridiculous. Like, it no, was like a, with you, what's the matter? You're like, hanging in there. What's the matter? Wait, what? You're like, I'm hanging in there. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little groggy still. I had some uh, surgical stuff uh, performed uh, last night or yesterday over in Ohio, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, Wait, that was cryptic. You had what? <laughs> <laughs> so, but not quite surgery, but I had some injections into my back yesterday, and they kind of put you... Uh, they put you under a little bit. The best is that I uh, I convinced them that my ride was on the way. Then I escaped and drove home from Ohio. So 
Uh, was, uh, or allegedly that's what happened, yeah. Because meanwhile, meanwhile, McCorkle tells me a story. He's like, I got a funny story. He calls me after the podcast today. He tells me a really funny story. But I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh that much when I heard it. But then, like, the next day, I was dying laughing. And, the, like, your stories are so <laughs> fucked up that you don't realize how fucked up they are because there's so many different fucked up parts of the story that it takes me like it's sort of like uh you know what was that with Kaiser so say that 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 like that, that movie uh what was that with Kevin was it Kevin Spacey or who's in the, who's in that movie was yeah it, or was it, was it Ed Norton Kevin Spacey, yeah. or was it Ed Norton the Kaiser so say movie that was Ed Norton right so Primal Fear is one Ed Norton where he plays like the crazy guy Double no, not Primal now. Fear. The one with uh, Kaiser Sose. Was it? Which is the yeah, one Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. Yeah, that's how that, that's how um, McCorkle stories are. Like Usual Suspects. It takes you a couple days to figure out what the fuck happened. Um, I've never seen the movie, but I'm glad I'm uh, can be associated with Kevin Spacey at any uh, given opportunity because he and I are very similar in a lot of ways. I do see. The, I do see in the face a little bit. Didn't yeah. uh, but yeah, you told me about Kevin Spacey years ago. Didn't he? Didn't he like, try to molest you, Bill? Oh well, I mean, he just hit on anybody that any anyone in their twenties that he saw, he hit on. Okay. So he like kind of like started talking to me at a Sundance party, and I felt all special, like hey. And then everyone's like, yeah, he doesn't. Lit like I've had friends who he's literally just gone up and grabbed their ass, like old school shit. <laughs> Damn. Imagine. Bobby, Lee, Bobby Lee used to try to grab my penis every time I saw him when I first moved to LA. Bobby yeah. Lee would not. Every time you saw Bobby Lee, try to grab your cock. And then yeah. one time we, we did a college show together and he's like, can I go up before you? And I wanted to get out of there. He's like, I promise I'll stop trying to grab your cock. <laughs> and I was like, it's like, fine, dude, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, all right. Did you watch the boxing match? Uh, Terrence Crawford versus uh, Charlo, Sean? No, it wasn't Terrence Crawford, was it? I mean, Terrence Crawford. I mean, uh, Canelo versus Crawford versus. No, uh, no, I knew that was a foregone conclusion that it was just going to be an easy fight for Canelo, so I didn't even bother. All right, well, that fight sucked. It was basically over the weekend. <laughs> it was one fight on. It was Canelo versus Charlo, and it was one of those fights where the one guy was bigger. He was just bigger and stronger, and the other guy decided to box, but he but he couldn't hurt him, so he basically ran the whole fight. Um, in which Terrence Crawford said, "You went out sad." You didn't even try to win. All you did was try to survive. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, Sean, have you ever had a fight? Talking to? Who of the two is he talking to again? <laughs> he, he, he was talking to Charlo. Um, have you ever had a fight, though, Sean, where you just couldn't hurt the person? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, they didn't usually last very long, so I'm getting my ass kicked. But, uh, no, it's uh, I, I never understood that, man. Um, obviously, there's been a lot better fighters than me. But I, the one thing you can say when I went to fight is I was there to fight. I mean, that's what they were paying you to do. This stuff, man, where guys run around and don't engage and don't do anything, uh, that's one of the reasons I feel like I gassed early all the time is because I was there to fight. So I'm not going to – I'm not going to – you know, Anderson Silva, I don't remember who he fought, um, but they circled each other for four minutes in one of his fights without neither threw a punch for four minutes. And I was like, dude, in my fights, if we weren't throwing punches five seconds in, the whole place was booing, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know how you get away with maybe because you're Anderson Silva, but I, I I don't remember who that was with. I think it was Damian with Maya was the one in the Middle East where they warned them. They basically yeah, warned Dana White yeah. came, to the, came to the octagon. I think they were scared they wouldn't get out of the Middle East. Or maybe maybe the investors were there, and they were like they needed money, 
But literally, I never saw a promoter in like the fourth round be like, hey, you guys need to knock it off and fight each other. <laughs> right. Like that's what, you know, Dana will, he has a meeting right after, which maybe isn't the best timing because guys still haven't ate or drank anything right after weigh-ins. But he um, he always says he never tells anybody how to fight. But what he does tell you is to fight. Like he, he brings every fighter back after weigh-ins and says, I don't care if you're a wrestler. I don't care if you do jujitsu, if you're a kickboxer, whatever you do. But we pay you to fight, so fight. Um, you know, tomorrow night. That's he tells everybody that he says. Uh, he, he always he said the same thing. Like I, the, the three fights I was with him, he said, "We expect you to fight while you're in there. That's why we're paying you to fight." Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. Uh, and that really is true, man. Some guys, like I said, I, I don't remember that. I think it's the fight you're talking about with Maya. I mean, they neither threw a strike or anything for four minutes. They just circled, and I thought, dude, I could have gone at least a round and a half if you know in most fights uh, without gas if i could have just circled for the first four minutes you know what i mean like yeah. it, dude, they, my, uh, dude, my my, my uh, senior year like i was undefeated going to nationals and my coach was like if you don't win nationals everything is worthless anything you've ever accomplished is worthless right? <laughs> like, your, whole, your whole life is like basically he's like because because i had won all the tournaments before like he's like, i never so it was that it was at penn state nationals and my senior year, the week before I get in Pataigo, right, from wrestling with a kid that was dirty. He had, like, it was like another kid, a local kid they put me in a practice with. So I'm waking up itching. I got spots everywhere. Just fuck. And I, and I can't sweat because if I sweat, it would spread. So I'm on yeah. every single type of uh, pills. What do they call you? You take pills to like, uh, to like flush antibiotics. out. Yeah, antibiotics. I'm at, which I, I'm on every kind. I went to see like 30 doctors. None of them cleared me. This, our manager, who was kind of cute, but had like the worst skin, gave me her zit cream like that actually worked because <laughs> it was like prescription zit cream. And I was the last kid out of like 700 to weigh in at the, they wouldn't, none of them clear me. Like 700 kids, I was the last one. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. I, I know I am, okay? And Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Now, number two, number one, it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time. You'll eat well and you'll stay on track reaching your goals. Okay. Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook and I ruin the meals, but I want to make sure that I'm eating well and so should you. Well, with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning. Okay. While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right. Two minutes. Although when I, do stuff in two minutes, my wife complains, okay? But not with Factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie-conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's that's, that's nothing. That's You burn that off, I don't know, jogging, all right? You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? I do. We'll try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look, look at these guns, people. All right? So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash Roasted 50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. 
I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's she's adorable. All right, no more biting. We got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day, and check out Factor right now. And they finally cleared me. I had bandages all over, and I was up a weight class because I couldn't cut weight because I couldn't sweat. So I'm I'm losing to this kid. Is a fucking lefty who ended up taking third. It's like seven to four, and like I just couldn't I couldn't take him down. He hit me with like two firemen's off the bat. He like got up. So there was like ten seconds left, and I just like threw myself at him. Like I just. Dude, and my 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 dad my dad said that was the proudest he's ever been. He called me up. He's like, and I'm gonna forget. He's like, Derek Coleman is out for the whole year with a with a pinky injury uh, or something. And you, he goes, you look like a complete idiot. <laughs> he's like, you had no chance of winning. <laughs> but you, but my dad started crying. He goes, I never been more uh, proud of you. Uh, you know? So I was like, it actually made me cry when he, when he like told me that. He was like, he said you threw yourself at him like you were he was Kevin Spacey and he was a young hopeful actor. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy though i mean i never i you know sometimes uh, like you would think that the most proud he'd be of me when i won but he was he was actually yeah. more proud when i actually lost did um, your, is that your first time your dad told you because that's a big moment the first time your dad says he's proud of you it was the first yeah. time he told me that when he started crying you know like you know because a lot of times like, I, I think i like the first time he meant it that's what you're saying yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense so, um, but meanwhile, so the UFC this week, Bobby Green, he's the guy that just beat um, Tony Ferguson, right? He's the guy, he always, has, he always talks shit and has his hands down for some reason uh, and then gets knocked out. Not always, but he's also really good, but it seems like his speed has left him a little bit. Um, he's fighting Grant Dawson, who's like 16 and one. Great guy. Always asked me to roast him. There's nothing roastable about him. He's the most normal fucking dude. Every time he wins, I'm like, congrats. He's like, roast me, motherfucker. I got to find something on this guy. You uh, have no personality, brother. Yeah. He used to work <laughs> at an old age home. Um, he was like a cook. So uh, he like left James Krause. They were mad at him over there for leaving. And he's over in uh, in uh, Florida now. So uh, that's the main event. Grant Dawson, Bobby Green. Should be a good fight. Uh, should be a good fight. Um, Joe sure fight mad at him for leaving or because he wouldn't go down in the second? <laughs> Is that why Krause was mad at him? If, if, you're, if you're not following, Bill, uh, so <laughs> James Krause was like the best coach. They all, everyone kept talking, fighter, coach. He he went on the ultimate fighter after he was already in the UFC, like which was also kind of weird. So anyway, it turns out he had a huge gambling operation and might have fixed a fight or two because uh, or 12 a guy that he was coaching Whoa. a guy that he was coaching like his acl like gave out like after the first kick after and, and all and and then the, the the line went on the other guy went up like 900 points like a minute before the fight like, it was like the most uh, so he's like so now anyone that's ever like associated with him is now banned from the UFC. Like basically oh, like sure. he's banned. Other fighters are banned. They banned gambling in Canada because of him. Like for like three weeks, you couldn't gamble in Canada. Yeah. And he was the guy, the <laughs> he UFC. the politics of a whole country with his gambling ring. That's how amazing he is. <laughs> and he was the guy when I was trying to get a fight on Fight Pass, they were like, you need to be more like James Krause. See how James Krause does it? The guy, not Dana, the guy, one of the guys that works there lectured me about how you got to be more like James Krause. The guy that, like, dude, when that happened, I wanted to text him so bad. Like, hey, how's James Krause? But I'm like, you know, he wouldn't even remember yeah. he said it to me. So anyway, uh, 
Joe Pfeiffer is fighting. He's a guy that like won his fight and then thanked Dana White for paying his rent, like in the octagon. Like no one even knew who he was. But he's like, Dana, I was homeless and he he covered my rent for the past year. Or so and people were like, you could tell Dana was like, dude, like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so he's fighting Abdul Razak Hassan, who's a fucking knockout artist. Yeah, I think he's accused right. of sexual assault by two girls, but they like lied or something about it. I don't I don't know what exactly happened. He was out for a while, but now he's back. He was just a UFC, he was just a UFC outside the octopod. That's all. He, he, right, 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 right. So that, that should be a good fight. Um uh Joaquin Buckley is on this card. Joaquin Buckley is the guy, he's the guy that made that kick. Remember the guy caught his kick? That guy Impa. Yeah, and then that he did back that. Heel kick. Yeah, he did that. And uh, he's a, he's a, he's a good good guy. He came to my to my to my uh, show, and he was with his team. And there was a like a nerdy guy in the front with like this hot chick. And I was like, "Where did you guys meet?" And they're like, "Lifestyle.com, which is a swingers website, right?" So I'm like, "Oh, you guys are swingers?" They're like, "Yeah," and which was obvious. So I'm like, "So you let guys bang her?" And the guy is like, "Yeah, I find the guys for her." So I'm like, "Well, who do you want to fuck her next?" And he pointed to Joaquin Buckley in the corner. So, <laughs> of course, <laughs> go on. So anyway, Joaquin hadn't had a fight. He was like three days out of his fight. So Joaquin's like, thanks, man. Now they want to come to my after party if I win. Well, he, he ended up losing that fight. Uh, it was to Chris Curtis. So I don't think he ended up banging that chick in front. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you ever bang a girl in front of a guy? Oh, yeah, it was bad. What happened? <laughs> uh, it was in. It, you remember the old Skyline Comedy Club in Madison, Wisconsin? Yeah. I think? Yeah. I, I was. I was there, and I was at a hotel. I was leaving. There was this hot woman walking this guy, holding his arm down a hallway. He was like eighty, I felt like, or maybe seventy. And then she came. She looked at me. She back at me. She winked, and I was like, "Huh." She walked this, her dad home. So I pointed to my hotel room and said, "Like, come in." Ten minutes later, I get back to my door. It's the man. He goes, so you were noticing my girlfriend. I saw him. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I did. He goes, she wants to know if you'd like to join us down the hallway. He was like British. Like, and I go, oh. <laughs> no, I hope he's British. If not, that's an odd accent. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, no, I don't, that's not really my style. I was like, okay. So well, if you want to, we're right here five sixteen. He walked away. And I was sitting in my room watching TV, eating Domino's. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to go down there. And I went down there. And it was probably the one of the phrases, because basically, like, they were already naked. He was, like, kind of kissing her. She started, like, blowing me. And then um, and then she goes, oh, my God, babe, can you fuck me? I really want him to fuck me. Are you sure, honey? Yeah, please. Are, are you okay? Are you clean? Of course, your guy, like, yeah, I'm clean as fuck. And so um, I started to go down there, and the sheet pulled off, and he had, like, a colostomy bag. Like, oh. he had a whole... And <laughs> so I came so hard. Let me tell you something. I never, no, but literally he had a cloth me back and he was like kissing. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this now. Yeah. So, so I fucked right in like, I came in like five seconds. It was you bad. Did anything. Okay. And then, and then how, and how did you leave? You just said, hell, I'll be back in my room. Yeah. I just, cause I came really fast. I left and I just felt embarrassed. I left. You were embarrassed. <laughs> you were embarrassed. The guy, the guy had the cloth me back. He asked you to fuck his whatever, and then you're embarrassed? I'm embarrassed because I came in 10 seconds with a man with a classroom bag a foot away from me. <laughs> Sean, do you have any similar stories? <laughs> Only about colostomy bags. <laughs> so, 
Hey, it was empty. It wasn't full, if that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I would get offered that all the time, and then I would get offended and accuse the guy of trying to have sex with me because I thought that's what their plan was. Yeah. And yeah, the only time I one time in Birmingham, Alabama, this girl wouldn't get off of it. She kept trying to say that. And I thought they were trying to rob me. Um, I was wearing a Rolex at the time, which was the only valuable thing I owned. But uh, I, I was sure they were trying to rob me because my watch was real expensive. So I thought they thought I had some money or something. And I ended up threatening to kill both of them if they didn't quit trying to talk to me. <laughs> like I told them to shoot both of them in the head. And then things got really awkward after that because they kept coming up and trying to talk to me. I told myself, like, for real, like, leave me alone. Like, don't talk to me anymore. And uh, the guy came up and tried to talk to me. And I, I was sure they were going to like, just come in for a few minutes. I was like, dude, I know you're trying to rob me. And then I threatened him and it got. It got weird. Not as weird as if he had had a colostomy bag. That would have made it <laughs> another. Wait, weird, but... were you? How many PEDs were you on during this decision? Because it sounds like you were. That's a little roid rage actually going on there. <laughs> yeah, it's a, well, at that time probably several. Uh, I don't know. I had different uh, different mixes, uh, but yeah, probably several. Yeah, Birmingham at that time probably so. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I just, I, it was weird. I don't, when people won't leave you alone and it seemed like they've got an angle, it just started to really irritate me. Cause I was like, I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. You know, and he kept following, the guy kept following me around and he had like the girl coming up and saying things that would only be said in a porn movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like what you normally hear in real life, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And I was just like, listen, I'm, it's not my thing. You guys leave me alone. But I was convinced they were trying to rob me, but I always think everyone's trying to rob me. So <laughs> I'm paranoid all the time. I'm so. convinced everyone's trying to fuck me, so we're the opposite. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, back to fighting. And we're both wrong. So, Drew Dober's <laughs> fighting. He's the guy that got knocked out by uh, Matt, the steamroller, Frivola, his last fight. He's a Drew Dober's like a good-looking guy. Looks like an Adonis. Great guy. He's fighting Ricky Glenn, another good fighter. Drew Dober should win this fight. Kudalaba is taking on Leans. Leans won three in a row. Uh, and then Vanessa Demopoulos, she's the one that used to be a stripper, but she's like, she looks like she's very athletic and she's probably great with like pole tricks, but she, I don't know. I don't really find that like when she gets set up, she looks good, but she's a little bit too much for me. Like she's the one that every time she wins and Joe Rogan's interviewing her or Bisbing, she jumps in their arms. Like, they'll just be like, Hey, what do you think of the fight? And she's just like, and then they have to carry her. You know, and you know, their wives are like, what the fuck is this right now? Or like, tell her to get out of your arms or, or maybe they're not. But it's just it's a lot. Well, let, let me ask you guys an opinion about about so some of my favorite fights are female MMA fighters. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's a pretty small pool and the bar isn't that high. Because there are way too many women who's like, I was a 41 year old mother of six and I started fighting and now she's like a contending for the championship don't you I find think, there's like an inordinate amount like, of I those think the bar is high at like one to five one to six and then like rank seven through 20 it just gets muddled you know whereas yeah. whereas the guys because they've been doing it longer they have a more of a start it's like one to 30 it's a fucking deep pool the, the guys rank one and yeah. all of a sudden at like you know it gets a little lighter but with the girls it's uh I just there aren't that many of them doing it. I mean, even like college wrestling, the easiest way to get a scholarship right now is a female college wrestling because there's just not many girls. Like you could get a scholarship because there's just the pool's not that deep. And 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 yeah. Title Nine, they have to have a girls wrestling team. It's like if you're a black dude, you want an engineering degree. Sure. <laughs> um, so that's so bad to say. So uh, so Bellator 300 is also this week. Uh, which is about the number of people going to be watching it. 
Of course, they've done no. Uh, it was supposed to be Ryan Bader versus someone, but that fight fell out. Uh, the main event is Cyborg versus Kat Zingano. Now, Kat Zingano was supposed to be in the Halle Berry movie. Remember that Halle Berry movie that came out where she was a fighter? Yeah, that's right. There's a big lawsuit about that. Yeah, so I guess they promised right? Kat a role or something, and then Kat didn't get the role, but Kat got fired from the UFC because she was not inactive. So she was sued Halle Berry. And she lost. So Cyborg invited Halle Berry to come watch the fight. Um, and <laughs> That's a pretty good troll. <laughs> uh, well, I heard that it's a, it's a huge event. It's Belter 300. They're thinking about actually running a commercial for it. I don't think they've gone and pulled the trigger yet, but I heard there might actually be a commercial at some it's point. It's in San Diego. They're going head-to-head -head against UFC, which this is actually a good car to go head-to-head -head against, but why not just have it on Friday? There's literally nothing on Friday. Um, so it's uh, Usman Nurmagomedov undefeated against Brent Primus. That's a good fight. Uh, Bryce Meredith, who was who we had him on the podcast. He's a yeah. wrestler times 100. He's in there. Sarah McMahon against Liam McCourt. Uh, Henry Corrales versus Kai Kamaka. It's a good card. It's a solid card. Uh, unfortunately, you guys don't know these people, so I'll just keep going. Um, there's a... <laughs> There's a bench warrant. There's a bench warrant out right now for Jake Shields. You heard about that? What? Yes. So uh, Jake oh, Shields, no. you know how Jake Shields beat up Mike Jackson? Yeah. So Mike Jackson, uh, here, I'll just, I'll share the screen. Here we go. Uh, but I mean, Jake doesn't seem to be caring because he's still tweeting about it. Uh, he goes, Jake Shields charged with misdemeanor battery following attack on Mike Jackson. Bench warrant issue. Uh, Wasn't that like two years ago? It's about a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, I, was say, I was wondering if this was new because I, I knew about some sort of issue in the past, but last December it says. Yeah. No, this is October 4th. So this is what, yesterday? No, but I mean, that they said the assault was last December, I think the first line says. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, according to an online court record, Shields, at least he's wanted by somebody, uh, he's charged with a single count of misdemeanor battery. Uh, Mike Jackson says he's a piece of shit. I know somebody's going to tell you about this. You better be in your best behavior, you fucking coward, because the man is looking for you. Uh, that's what Mike Jackson ever said about. Oh, Mike Jackson's the worst, man. He's the worst. <laughs> I think at one time, because you know Jake, I'm homies with Jake, and so I, I put some comment defending Jake Shield. Yeah. And right away, he's like, "Yeah, of course you defend him. You're a Nazi." Like Dude. it's he's one of those guys you like you, you hit the top of his head he says Nazi you know what I mean like a so, little doll. So so Jake Shields writes uh, about um he, he so he's he's a, but he's teaching a seminar in San Diego with Nick Diaz this weekend so he and he posted about it it's not too hard to find uh, but he also tweeted about um so what he, is a bench warrant though Adam a bench warrant versus just a regular warrant I don't know but he posted this about Mike Jackson becoming Colby Covington for some reason. Um, and then he also said, he also said, uh, uh, what he goes. Yeah. He, he basically said, uh, uh Jake's doing a lot of, of tweeting, but I think he gets paid by Twitter according to Jake. Um, he said that Mike, he said yesterday that Mike Jackson was for defunding the police and now he's calling the police. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, he doesn't seem to Apparently, really I just looked it up. A bench warrant is issued when you fail to show up for court, it says. That's the difference between that and a regular warrant. So Jake Shields didn't show up for court, I guess. Yeah, he goes, um, Mike, 
And then he, he tweeted about it. He goes, Mike Jackson was a big advocate of defunding the police. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Um, by the way, it's pretty funny. This girl I did a show with, her name was Lena. Her name is Lena Green. I did a show with her on Tuesday. She talked about how there's a serial killer now. She's a, a black woman. She said that they're actually targeting black women now, serial killers in L.A. I don't know if you knew about this. Wow, really? Yeah. And he was like, do you think the serial killers got together? And they're like, we need more diversity. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty funny joke oh god she goes she goes i feel seen i feel seen that's, that's what she said um that's so over the, over the weekend there was fight circus uh can you can you can you guys see this fight circus uh that did that that was happening um and uh they have a thing called the ice hockey fight have you seen this where they have no. a, they have a fight on the, 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 so nobody's wearing ice skates but i guess they made the whole thing slippery Right, like they turn the the ring into like a skating rink. No, he may have practiced a body shop from Kyokin. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Bader's let himself go. I was like, CompuBox numbers are going to be insanely weird on this one. Damon is falling like Looney Tunes. His face is gone. Look at his legs. Ted, they're so lathered. <laughs> I'm half hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man ran a mile in place. That was insane. I've never seen Tegmo move that fast. I never have either. He's like he's on the treadmill. <laughs> Kyokin. Kyokin, just the, the mastermind, I guess. What's wrong with face, I mean, Mystic Kyokin, the wizard himself. Absolutely. Oh! oh, that was a left hook. Clean left <laughs> Sean. Oh my God! They they wanted it to look like guys were landing really solid shots, so it's like anything that lands at all, it makes the other guy go on ice skates. Apparently, yeah, that was uh, that's amazing. People, I wonder what they used. I assume some sort of KY jelly or something. Like, I, man, I'll tell you what, there's no end to it. But but, but, then, but then it kept going. Look, see, then it, 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 oh, it, it, it went to the ground. Yeah, it went to the ground. Ice yeah, yeah, hold on. So, so if Oh my god. I noticed the ref had no trouble standing the whole time. So I don't know what, <laughs> how you explain those guys. Um and then Felony lost actually. Uh Felony fought two on one. I thought Felony was gonna win. It was his crazy horse who became felony. Um he, he seemed like he wasn't taking it that seriously, smoking lots of weed. Uh he said he was gonna beat everybody up. But then he just went to sleep. Like, he literally went to sleep. Trying two guys at the same time. But what are they doing? He's trying to take it in. He's trying to take it in. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. from Bank. You want to go again? One of the best. Oh, he's going to sleep. No, hey, guys, everybody shut the fuck up. Felony's going to sleep. He's a little baby. Oh man, I like Crazy Horse. What happened to him? 
Uh, well, was that the same event, or this? Is yeah, a that was the same event, and there was a okay. transgender fight on it. There was a lot of a, a lot was going on on Fight Circus. Shout out to John Nutt, who uh, who put Grand Slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right, and there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts getting in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? So I'm going to bet. I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. It's a very accurate name for the what I just watched. Um, and then Isaac Valley Flag posted this, right? He goes, he goes, fucked up this piece, fucked, picked up this piece since our governor hates guns, right? But then there's a, a dildo stuck on the wall. Um, <laughs> I think he knew that was there. You think so? I mean, well, what? I think you had to know that was there. Uh, who is this for? I mean, why is it they, they, like, they I'm just glad there's no colostomy bag in the corner. I would have been gagging. <laughs> there might be one off camera. You don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, so, yeah, Isaac Valley flag. I, I have so much for you guys to catch up on. This is what I do at night. I, I go, what? I go, You're like I go, five leagues of M MMA. Um, and then, so they had a bare knuckle boxing fight. Melanie Shaw versus Britton Hart was last week. Britton, I think, is the champion. She's the one was married to Joey. Uh, what's his name? The uh, the executioner. Uh, who, who, who am I thinking about? Uh, Joey Beltran. Joey Beltran. So this girl lost the fight. Um, but look, <laughs> look what happened to her face. I think after the fight, yeah, I'll tell you she, lost. she was a lot tougher than I was expecting. Although I expected her to be tough, I just expected her to show a bit more tiredness. I was still happy that I. Went all the five rounds. Even if it doesn't look like it, I enjoyed the whole process and I enjoy being in the ring and challenging myself. If I could fight Brit again, I think what I'd do is, although I fought the way I like to fight, I backed off a little bit more than maybe I should have. No, I think you could back off a lot more. I mean, that face was insane. I mean, can you, what? like, is this worth Isn't it? that the girl who accused the Dodgers pitcher of assault? <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that, but... 
I mean, Sean, at a certain I think if she were to fight her again, she should wear a football helmet because that's what I would do if my face looked like that. She looks like Rocky after like he lost in Rocky Two or something. Like I don't know what or maybe one in Rocky Two. I mean, and her teeth are gone. Like her front teeth are missing. Like straight up, like there's gaps. I'm not sure if that was like. Yeah, that. I'm telling you, no, women are talking. tougher. Women aren't better fighters than men, but women are tougher than men when it comes to pain or enduring stuff yeah. like that. And like it is a. Uh, it's unbelievable what some of them will do. I guess if you can give birth to a child, although I've heard men can do that as well lately. Um, but, they uh, can. Don't say the opposite or else. Yeah. Or I else mean, I, they'll defund my YouTube channel that isn't even funded. So. Uh, at a certain point, should the corner just step in, though, and throw the towel? Because that looks yeah. like that was just uh, – So, and then also Nick Newell commented on – So, Cowboy Oliveira. You know Cowboy Oliveira? He fights yeah. over – he fights over in uh in Brazil. So he's got eleven kids, seven baby mamas, three of them live on the same street, and two kids are born on the same day, and they're not twins, right? And the guy writes the goat. I would have to disagree with the goat here. Uh, at, at a certain point, look, man, I, I have one child. Bill, you have two. Sean, you have two. Yep. It's not easy raising a kid, and. No. It's not easy and it's and it's you give everything you can and you try your hardest to not fuck the kid up and to make the kid, you know, flourish and exceed expectations and have a beautiful life. And that's when you have one or two kids. When you have 11 kids, you don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, what they meant was three of them live on the street and it happens to be the same street that they live <laughs> on. That's you only have room to love like two or three max. The rest are just like, they're just kind of there. And people are celebrating Nick Cannon for this. And I'm like, but he's not being a good father. I, I, I'm no, sorry. Of course not. I mean, come on. I assume when he puts the goat, he's being sarcastic. Is he not? Or he actually is for the... I, I think he's for this because Nick Newell writes, sounds kind of irresponsible, you think? It's cool if you're a college kid, I guess. I, I mean, really? But I don't know how responsible of a father he is. If he is, so I, I'm in no position to cast stones. He 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 he, he could be great. I, I don't know, man. I'm I mean, a guess no. Yeah, that's just 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 ridiculous. Uh, Don, how are you? Good, partner. How you doing? Good, good, good. Uh, was 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 being a father challenging for you? No, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. No, no, tough now, you know. But um, what's your favorite time? The, 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 the young ladies gonna get mad at you, you know. What's that? What's your favorite yeah, part of being a dad? Like, what what age year for your kids and shit like that that you like the most? Oh, every age is fun for me, except for now when they're they're young women, you know, and they. <laughs> they don't try and hide their emotions. Uh, you know, they're not afraid to make you mad or upset you or hurt your feelings, you know. So they they got something to say, they say it. You know, shit. What about you, Sean? I man, I loved um like from two to four. Everybody says terrible twos. That was the best. I loved it. I loved my kids from two to four, man. That was the best time uh I thought of their lives. Yeah, it gets a little tough when they get uh like Don said, I don't know, 13, 14, even 15, 16, when they start getting kind of mouthy, you know, um, especially when we have daughters, because a son, you can threaten to throw him out in his second story bedroom window. Um, and especially if he knows you'll do it, it makes things a little easier. But your daughter, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, 
you know, threatened to take her car keys away. I took my daughter's phone away one time for like six hours. And you would have thought, man, you'd have thought I beat her with a baseball bat is how like she was devastated to not have her phone. And I thought, well, that's it. That's the key. Anytime she doesn't act right, I'm, I'm going for the phone. So that was, uh, that was the uh, biggest punishment she ever got. But yeah, no, she, we get along great now. She's 25. Um, but like Don said, it was rough, man. It was, it was a little rough there for a while. She was uh, mad at me about how kids get about everything in their childhood from, you know, a certain age. And then, um, Oh, they believe all the lies they were told growing up by, especially when there's divorce involved. And then uh, they get older and get old enough to realize that uh, maybe everything is it wasn't as it was seemed or was told to them at the time. You know. What about you, Bill? Yeah. What's your favorite? Well, Adam, we're kind of in the same space. We have two young. Your your daughter's three, four, five. Oh, she's five now. Okay, so mine's two and a half. But like your daughter is like very. I mean, she's going to be a very beautiful woman, obviously. My daughter is going to be a very beautiful woman. So I'm already like pre prepping myself to want to like bring Don Fry over to scare all the boyfriends. <laughs> By the way, I just saw that you have butt man. I thought it was Batman. And now I'm looking at your shirt. And you're a grown man wearing a butt man shirt, by the way. And and, and it's a butt. It's a hilarious. Yeah. Fucking butt. That's, I look at it now. Yeah. Got it, got it. No. <laughs> got it from a buddy of mine down in uh, Alabama. <laughs> but, but Bill, as you were saying, yo, you're not kidding. I was at a, I went to a field trip on Tuesday to like Underwood Farms to go pumpkin picking, right? So I go there, and then the kids were going back to school at noon. So I'm like, all right, Violet, I'll pick you up at noon. No, I want to go home with you. And then grabs my leg, and like sits on my leg, crying. And everyone in the class is looking at me, you know. And and then the teacher had to pry her from my leg. And I'm just like, oh, dude. dude. Then then I take her to dance class, and, and the dance class is full. So we did, they're like, oh, your kid will love Bollywood dancing. Figuring, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, Indian dancing, do lots of hand movements. Dude, within 20 minutes, I want to go home. This is weird. I don't like this dancing. Like, so I'm like, no, you're not a quitter. I'm not quitting. She goes, I'm not quitting. I just, it doesn't feel good. She goes, I, quit. I can't quit things that don't feel good. <laughs> So right away, I'm like, well. <laughs> Good point. Hard to argue with it. Your mom does. Yeah, right. Like, My I'm mom like, does what? every day. I mean, what if someone's like trying to molest her or she doesn't like sex and she does like, I'm not a quitter. Like, you know, like I'm trying to, I'm, I go to that, I go to that. I go to, right away, I go to that. So I'm like, yeah, no, you could quit things that don't feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let, let, let's go home. I go, but this is, this is a, a class. But you just said, and, and then she got me. I had to fucking take her home. I'm like, I, she won the argument. Uh, but I'm like, I'm like, but now I go, but we don't quit things. And she's like, I didn't quit. I just left. I'm like, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Well, Don, Sean, how do I get a, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You, you, you tell her, look, as soon as I, I, I can't find my truck keys. Um, so you do it until I find the keys and then we can leave, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. I like that. My, my advice would be uh, my kids were raised to do what I said the first time I said to do it every time, no matter what. So there was never an issue with me. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I swatted their butts, but they both told me no only once in their life as children when I told them to do something. They said no. And then after I lit their little butts up, they changed their mind that they would just do what I said from there on. So I never had to spank them again. I only had to spank them one time for real. And then they never, uh, 
They never did it again. I'll tell you what will creep you guys out, and hopefully this will never happen to you, and I will immediately regret telling the story when it's over. Uh, like, I should leave this one offline, but um, I was at the mall one time, and my daughter was probably 16, 17 around this time, and so I'm in line at something, at a food court or something, and I look over, and I think, man, look how hot that chick is. It's standing like over to the left. And then as I turn and look again, a minute later, it's my daughter. I didn't know she was at the mall. Like I had no idea that she had came there because she was at her mom's that weekend. And I then I realized that that's how people see my daughter. Like I, at that point, I had never seen her like that before. You know what I mean? Like I never, she was just a little girl to me. But when I looked for my eyes, saw her, I thought, man, look how hot that chick is. And then I realized that the grown men are looking at my daughter that way because that's how I looked at her when I didn't know it was my daughter, you know, or whatever. So that that creeped me out for a while, man. Like that really you did. Like, like keep that. your eyes to yourself, buddy. Or like did you type yeah, yeah. It's uh from that point on, I was yeah, me mugging everybody the time I was anywhere with my girl or with my daughter, thinking that they're thinking uh stuff about her. But that was uh yeah, that was weird because you really do see um there's a scene in that movie Father the Bride. I don't know if you remember that old Steve Martin movie where his daughter says she's getting married and it shows his viewpoint and she's four years old telling him she's getting married. Like I met a wonderful man, I'm getting married, you know, and that's like you really do see them as little kids until something like that happens, and then you feel right, really. Now, what would you do? I was at I was at someone's house recently, and there was there was this little daughter, and one was like two and five, and the father starts screaming at the kid, the two year old, mm -hmm. for nothing. I mean, the kid was just playing with her food, or that's not the way, and like had some type of rage problem, like you sit like this. So I'm actively looking away right like i'm like i'm i'm uncomfortable and i'm looking at the wife like and the wife's looking away too should i have said something hey man that's it was no, his like, like what people way too defensive when you tell them about their parenting you know what i mean they get way too crazy i think i wouldn't say shit what would you have done sean i'd have been him over and spanked him i'd say it later, say it later. We're alone i'd spank him these kids I and, uh, me, you know, you're like a fucking asshole yeah, I just spanked him in front of his kids and told him that was the worst. Yeah, yeah so, they, okay, they, so they, that's how they grow up and uh, become hookers. <laughs> okay, so Don said you got to say so, so. Okay, so Sean said you would have spanked the father, and right. Don said later on, but I didn't know the father. I knew the mom. Like I, this is my first time eating the guy, uh, so I it, it kind of wasn't my place to be like, but. So, Don, you would have later said, hey, man, you got to calm down or your kid's going to be a hooker? <laughs> yeah, well, we're alone. You know? that's, that's how little girls grow up, become hookers or porn stars. Oh, no. But, but, but Bill, you would have left it alone? Well, you know, okay, I'll be honest. My baby mama yelled a lot at my two-year-old, and, and it bugs me. And I don't know what to say because I'm worried she's going to take scissors and Chop my balls off, but like I said, I said like passive articles about how like yelling at children can fuck them up for life. You know what I mean? Oh, look at this interesting article I found. And then hope she reads it. It's hard. It's just hard to say, like, hey, because then she'll be like, you're never around. I'm the one raising this kid. Fuck you. You have no place to say anything. Uh, uh, I'm having, I'm, 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 I'm getting flashbacks. All right. So the <laughs> UFC, so there's this guy, the UFC dropped the ball on, right? So this guy, he he was uh, over the weekend. It was PFL Europe, right? Which I'm sure you guys watch PFL Europe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they got this guy Cedric Duambe, who <laughs> this guy was a multi-time Glory kickboxing champion. Uh, he had a he came in in, the, in like the main event. 
And then he, uh, after the thing, he called out his trainer. Hey, Adam. Yes. Adam, can you yes. pull those drapes? Adam, can you pull those drapes? Sure. Thank you. No problem. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. All right. So after yeah. the show, after the fight, he called out his ex-trainer for beating up his wife, not his wife, his own wife, a couple years ago, because he said he wanted the whole world to know about that. But, but the UFC dropped the ball on this guy, because I'll show you how good this guy is. Um, here we go. Can you guys see? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Can you guys see? Yeah. Which one is it? Southpaw stands for Zebra. And that low stands from Cedric. Oh! Oh, oh. So, yeah, so he caught the, he, he caught the kick. Southpaw stands for Zebra. And that low stand from Cedric. Wow. Yeah. Now, don't they don't they tell you to not not catch the kick, Sean? Yeah, they say don't reach for it, you know, or whatever. Don't try to catch it. But sometimes I think it's just instinct, man. Like if you, uh, it's normal if somebody's kicking at you sometimes to reach and grab it if you feel like you can. But uh, I don't understand. I think the UFC's old model, man, used to be to wait for guys to show promise in the other leagues and then steal them away. But that's really not working anymore, man, because there's guys like, you know, like Aaron Pico, for example, he hasn't really lived up exactly what they thought he was going to be. But Bellator signed him early. They signed a lot of guys early man and i think the ufc just kind of assumed they'll take them when they want them but that's not always the case anymore man like it's i don't know a guy like however good that guy is you you surprised to see that the ufc doesn't try to sign more guys like that you know like it's uh, or they want them to go on the contender series when they're a world kickboxing champion you know like it just doesn't make sense other than they don't want to pay anything right so. um and then now mike perry has a psa uh no, no. i don't know if you guys saw this um <laughs> Can only imagine. Uh, so here we go. Can you guys hear? Hold on. Oh, hello there. I'm Platinum Mike Perry. You may know me from some of the greatest fights you've ever seen. What I'm here to talk to you today about <laughs> is the Platinum Protection Foundation for niggas who can't fight good no more and need to stop. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it's a, it's a <laughs> It's pretty much exactly what you thought you heard, Bill. <laughs> there, I love people that are beyond cancelable. There's some people that are just—they've yeah. given up. Like people, society's like a, he's not—you're not changing, Mike Perry. That's he will get hired by Disney Plus. But, you know. <laughs> um. By the way, so you you talked about that uh, Trevor Bauer or Lindsey Hill. You guys following this? What is it? So there was this guy that was a baseball player, is a baseball player. He was a Cy Young winner. He was on the Dodgers. And it just came out. He was accused of sexual assault. And he spent the last two years not the, – the league fired him. Um, he's now playing in Japan. And it turns out it went to court. And he's got – so he made a video yesterday of what really happened. Um, and it's fucking crazy. Have you heard about it? No. All right. Wait till you <laughs> – I've been following it really closely because I got to come somehow. Yeah. So here we go. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsay Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal? She asked another in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer, take his money. How might that work? 
I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then, after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. Bitch, you better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how is she going to do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million, read another text. But then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50,000, Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Uh, in August of 2021, things were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, information like this video, which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked, emotionally traumatized, and desperate to get away from me. Uh, and now we have the metadata, so there can be no dispute. Uh, it was taken mere minutes before she left my house on the morning of May 16th, 2021, without my knowledge or consent, of course. Uh, in it, you can see her lying in bed next to me while I'm sleeping, smirking at the camera without a care in the world or any marks on her face. I think it paints a pretty clear picture of what actually happened the evening of May 15th and why the video was originally concealed from us. Uh, after hearing the evidence available to her, Judge Diana Gold-Saltman found that Lindsay Hill had misled the court. She found her claims to be materially misleading. Uh, she denied her request what? for a restraining order, and she found that no sexual assault or non-consensual conduct took place. Now, some of you might not know about restraining order hearings. All right, so again, that goes on. I mean... At the so is, he, is he the guy that it happened to, or he's the, yeah, the new? He's career? the guy. No, he is the guy. He's okay. the actual guy. He wrote two years later, and I could finally talk about this. Um, man. Uh, so, and now she's doing interviews. Have you heard about the interview she did yesterday? Oh, yeah. She says it was, it was taken out of context. Yeah, she's saying it was all taken out of context, that th those weren't the actual. Uh, it just. And he should sue uh, if he got fired by the. Uh, Baseball league, major league baseball, he's just sue them bastards too. He is he's suing yeah. the Dodgers right now. He's suing the Dodgers? Yeah. So now, yeah. So then she went on a, a show last um, night. So here we go. Major League Baseball player Trevor Bowers lawsuit. Uh, from an alleged sexual assault and Bowers' recent video in which he released his side of the story with receipts. Joining me now to discuss that is Bowers' accuser herself, Lindsay Hill. Uh, Lindsay, I mentioned Bowers' video in which he provided some receipts that I'm going to be honest with you, make you look like a clout chaser, or I know some people are calling you a cleat chaser because admittedly you were chasing after several high-profile wealthy baseball players. Trevor says everything was completely consensual. He also released these text messages that came out in court indicating that you had planned the whole thing out. So I want to read some of these texts from you to a friend between the two of you before you met Trevor, this one. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. Okay. Victim is an interesting choice of words. I'm, I'm going to allow you a chance to explain yourself. But after you agreed to meet, you asked your friend what should what you should steal. Your friend answered his money. Uh, he says another one from you to a friend. I'm going to his house Wednesday. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll with a screenshot in which you told him tryouts don't scare me, Bauer. Pick a day and I am there. Here are some more after you and Trevor met up. Net worth is 51 million to which your friend responds, bitch, you better secure that bag. 
Your text, need daddy to choke me out, being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million. You say this wasn't a setup. How can you expect anyone to believe that? That's a great question. I really appreciate you having me on to even have this conversation. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on around this, so I really appreciate uh, people who are asking questions about it. Um, and the first thing I want to say is, you know, I think that Trevor did this intentionally with the text messages and how he framed this video. Um, there's several things in it that are not correct. Um, and I just want to start out by saying, you know, those it's so valid for people to question those text messages. But the root of the problem here is that he is presenting this as one conversation when in reality he had thousands of message messages to choose from took those made it look sequential which it was not um there is no combined screenshot of those all right so it's uh i don't know man i mean this is just so bad for people that have actually been victimized people that yeah. have been raped i mean this is such a bad look and man now it's just terrible sean I think, uh, like Don said, she should get the exact sentence that he would get under the, uh, you know, the crimes he was accused of. And I hope the Dodgers have to pay him 10 times what they owed him, man, because it's uh, this stuff. Like, yeah, believe, yeah. All, believe all women is the biggest bunch of bullshit that ever I've ever heard in my life. man. there's a, women are notorious liars yeah. to start with <laughs> as a whole. But yeah. uh, like every if we believe all women, man, on everything, then like it's it's ridiculous. You could you could take any person down. You know, what's funny is they don't seem to they don't seem to believe all women when it's somebody like like Joe Biden's had sexual, you know, people accuse him of rape and accuse him of stuff. None of that even gets brought up. You know what I mean? So it all depends on uh, But Russell Brand starts right. speaking with the vaccines and suddenly he's the devil, you know. So it's, uh, I'm not, I don't think women are notorious liars, but I, I, I wouldn't have dated enough of them then. <laughs> I wouldn't say all women are notorious liars. Yeah. I think that's kind of a blanket statement. As, as all women is a notorious liars like saying believe all women. So I guess <laughs> what about saying believe all men? That's even more ridiculous. Um, right. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just crazy. You're right. I hope he does get ten times because of what he had to go through. But this should also they should play this tape for any college athlete, anyone that's going to go to the pros has been like, hey guys, this is a cautionary. Yeah. Like if a girl wants to come over for rough sex and says she wants to be like. You know, I think there was, there was an app at one point, right? Was there an app that you could sign saying, I consent to this or like this, you know? There, there should be. I'll tell you what. And guys like that need to have cameras all over their houses or whatever, everywhere at all times. Um, That's, yeah. That's the good thing about being poor is when a girl wants me to choke her out, I know she's doing it for the love of the game. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not going after your money, right? Bill, what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, she's just a freak. <laughs> she's just afraid what do you want my fucking miata no now, now, now don when you were in japan did you ever have japanese women try to set you up for your money no no i was i was a bad guy man i was a bad guy so they were all scared of me and so it was perfect <laughs> uh bill now i i heard stories about you back in the day my first encounter with bill was i i, I met bill and we were uh, we had the same manager at the time who we, we had both slept with, and and I said um I said I go what's Bill like? And she's like oh he was on the red carpet fingering girls, uh for one of your movie premieres. Um is it was that true? I don't think so. I mean I mean, I, mean I, was, I was definitely drinking a lot back then. I mean not like they're not like they were didn't know they were being fingered like they wanted you to finger them. Um so. 
I think that's an exaggeration. How do you not know you get fingered? <laughs> I might have been figuring myself. Well, that's know. good. Uh, that that that's good. All right, what else? So, uh, Don, are you gonna watch the fights this week? What's up, people? Listen, today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, I'm not talking about a baby, although that's adorable. We're talking about your baby makers. Boom. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensible skin. Trust me. And they deserve products not only skin safe, but also with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's platinum package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use the code MMAROASTED for 20% off plus free shipping. Listen, Manscaped, I used to have the, the hairiest nuts. It was, it, was, it was rough. I mean, girls would go down there, they would choke, okay? I, I, one time I had to go to the hospital. It was just, ugh, nothing worse than, you know, in the middle of a, of a BJ, having a, a girl having to like go up and go, whoa, 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 and start ripping out hair. It, it's not good. It's, it's, it's bad. It, it, it happens to the best of us, okay? Some of you uh, friends may be Armenian or Italian or just, just hairier people, all right? Maybe not. But the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is a one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all, and that's you, okay? They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. We're all about elite, okay? The Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer, and weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer feature, propriety advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof. You can shave with less mess. Trust me, you don't want nose hairs and ear hairs. It's not good, okay? You want to get laid? You want to have fun? You want to relax? Check it out. Go to uh, the Platinum Package 4.0. They cover all bases from head to toe and hair to ball fro. Get 20% off and free shipping with the pre with the promo code MMA Roasted at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. So check it out and enjoy everything. Um what fights? Right. <laughs> I'm guessing no if Don doesn't know what fight you're asking there's, about. There's a UFC fight, uh, Grant Dawson against Bobby Green, and then there's a Bellator fight. It's going to be Cyborg versus Kat Zinganu. Wow. Uh, and a couple wow. Of Bellator is actually going to have a fight that they're telling people about, huh? Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, Derek Brunson signed with the PFL. Uh, good for him. I think he actually might. Uh, he actually might win that. He's got a good shot. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, he turn? I saw he signed, so he's up. It's, are you automatically in the tournament when you signed up for PFL? Is that a, or is that a like? I think, is that I think if you're a big name, I think if you're a decent name, they do. Like if like if you're like kind of like that guy Impa. No, they had to have him. They had to have uh, PFL whatever, and then you get judged by like Jeremy Piven and two other people, and then they decide whether or not you can make it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so they, they had a they had a PFL contender series, and the judges were like Paige Van Zant, Jeremy Piven, Tyron Woodley. I thought there was a joke. I wasn't getting Jeremy Piven was actually deciding who fights in the PFL. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. 
I got his phone number from somebody once and used to prank text him. That was amazing. <laughs> what, did, what did you say to him? Well, I used to because well, I went through a series where I was getting like people's numbers. Like I got R. Kelly's number and I was getting like different people's numbers, two chains and stuff. So like I would just like just hit him up and it was I don't know. I don't remember him specifically what angle I went with, but I had Dan Bilzerian going for a little while. I was like, I had uh R. Kelly going, like it was just I would meet someone, it was usually like a rap music video girl or somebody. And I'd be talking to him, be like, hey, who's the most famous person's number that you have? And they'd be like, uh, two chains. And I'd be like, oh, I know him. Can you give me his latest number? The last one I have for him doesn't work anymore. And they'd be like, oh, sure. And they would give me his number. But yeah, I got uh, I got Jeremy Pivens from one of my close fighter friends who went to school with him, apparently, or something. Um, I felt bad for him. We were on tour together one time. And, uh, you know, Jeremy's a friend of mine, friend of Bill. And there was a there was a line afterwards for a meet and greet. He'll pay $55 to get a picture with him and and see the show. And some guy stood online, and I'm I'd be like, I'm sitting down, I'm watching people line up, and some guy just hit him in the balls and ran away. So <laughs> I look over and he's on the ground, like bent over, holding his nuts. Was it Bobby oh, Lee? I go, dude, what happened? He's like, that guy just punched me in the balls. And the guy's like halfway down the block. There's no security guard. It was it was terrible. Like did you chase him down to give him 50 bucks? No. I was like, the guy, the guy was like an open mic comic too. It wasn't even like a, a regular guy. It's just like. Here's the thing about Jeremy, which we both know. He's in comedy, but he hates people. It's a tough oh. job when you hate human beings. To oh, do and no matter what you tell him, he'll do the opposite. He'll be like, hey, man, can I smoke a cigar here? And they're like, no. He just smokes a cigar until, and then it figures no one will kick him out. Like he just waits for people to kick him out of the bar. <laughs> and at that point, he's like halfway through the cigar. Uh, yeah. Was probably- like, don't you know who I am? I judge Bellator fights. Does no one want to talk about the Gordon Ryan situation? I mean, come what on. Happened there? What happened there? Well, I'm just saying any other fight, fight where someone can predict exactly what they're going to do to win the fight every time, it, it's insane. Imagine that happened in the UFC. If someone had like a little box, they opened it and they said, I'm winning by arm triangle. You know? I just don't know why. I, I think it's like remarkable what he's doing, but no one's also care. used out of his mind, and it's like I think that doesn't help. The fact that they, yeah, don't, you know, it, it, and also he looks like he's sixty and he's like twenty-seven years old. Like it's clearly <laughs> aged him like nobody. But yeah, it is amazing. It is amazing, and maybe they should allow steroids. But I don't understand why they they, they allow it in jiu-jitsu. It's not allowed in any other sport. Just in terms of even if they test, man, it's you know, I, t- I told you I had some guys from the NFL that I met on vacation. I asked them, Do you guys not ever get steroid tested? Because they were obviously destroyed <laughs> out of their minds. And they're like, Yeah, we get randomly tested with a nine month notice. He said, So they'll tell you, Hey, you're gonna have a random test yeah. next September. Um, so make sure you're you know clean or whatever. But uh, 90% of the NFL's on steroids, man. Like, and it's uh, actually, I like I like pro sports better with steroids personally. Um, yeah, I like better when they uh when they when they didn't when they only test the night of because otherwise what you're going to have is what you always have is the guys that have the money to pay the chemists to get away with it are still going to be the only ones doing steroids you know what i mean at least back in the day everybody could do it and get away with it you know so are you guys following Mm. the whole chandler jones john jones's brother thing Mm. so he has been going crazy like he's basically he got arrested last week and he's been making these videos where he's been crying on like he he's plays for the Raiders. He was one of the best players in in the league. And he was saying he's he's been going like 
Chandler Jones post. Here we go. Here we go. So I'll share it with you. And I feel really bad for him. I mean, he's got, I don't know if it's CTE or mental disorders or schizophrenia or like what, but he's got some whatever serious- John Jones has that makes him act the same way. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy because uh, yeah. right here. Right here. So here's like one of the videos. Wait, they don't know what happened with Aaron Hernandez and Josh McDaniels. All right, yeah. Y'all thought Chico killed himself in jail? Y'all thought my Chico killed himself in jail? Oh. Wait, what? So he's got to he's got to be trolling, surely, right? No, Raiders star Chandler Jones continues his troubling social media activity. Morning, a lengthy video post. He went on. He goes, "Y'all don't know that Josh McDaniels really did to Aaron Hernandez. You thought Aaron Hernandez killed himself in jail, breaking down, then cutting off the stream. So that was some of it. Hernandez killed himself in prison. Jones has gone through a series of rants on Twitter." Uh, he's been away from the Raiders. He claims he was forced into a mental hospital, injected with an unknown substance by the LA Fire Department. Um, he says, I'm Oh, no. He goes, He repeatedly made bizarre claims about Cardinals teammate Larry Fitzgerald. I think it's these owners. I don't know what's going on. Larry, what's going on? Uh, he's being controlled by somebody. I think it's whatever. And oh, we're no. tired. Larry, Tom Brady, Kobe, when they're tired of doing something, happens to them somehow. Um, he says, uh, he jumps on to claim players were being injected with fluoride and that CTE doesn't exist. So, and it just, it kept getting crazy. Oh, poor guy. I mean, it sucks because they should be exploiting him like this. They gotta like, him. he's obviously had a second break and he's very far gone. And they're just like, this is hilarious. Uh, yeah. I mean, man. That's it's just it's it's sad. I'm starting to think that hitting like two guys running 25 miles an hour in opposite directions and slamming heads together for years at a time is not a good idea. Like I'm starting yeah. to think maybe uh maybe that's going to be some after effects uh, later on in life when you. Uh, How old is he? 33, and he's an 11 year veteran, one of the best players in the league. Um, and uh, he and then he got he got, ended up getting arrested for something. I, I guess he 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 did have to go to a mental hospital. Meanwhile, did you guys know that Bill played for the 120 pound and under team in college? <laughs> did you did you it tell was us? Did not, but I'm hoping this is true. <laughs> Bro, lightweight football. Team. No, no, what no, didn't you play for the lightweight football team? Yeah. At at where at? At at uh, Princeton, right? Yeah, I know it's uh, it sounds tougher and tougher. Keep no, going. But, no, but what was it called? Officially. Wow. No, what was it called? <laughs> Right, Don Fry's impressed. Don Fry's like, wow, man. That's what was it called, for real? Well, wow, that's just amazing. <laughs> Bill, what was Princeton it called? University <laughs> under 125 pounders. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg couldn't, couldn't participate. He was too big and strong. They were like, no, too, uh, too masculine. Yeah. Bill, what was Can't it called? It. Can't Tell do us it. the whole thing. It was called Lightweight Football, the Lightweight Football League. You guys can look was, up Lightweight Football College League. It was, it was called... It was, it was called the Queer Squad. <laughs> well, but Bill, what if you got over 150 pounds? Did they cut you? 
I, th I think the cutoff was like 158. You couldn't play above 158. So did they like weigh you guys in? You Yeah, you get weighed in. <laughs> yeah, so you really went to Princeton wow. or was that just Adam joking? You went to Princeton? Yeah, I went to Princeton. So you're a pretty bright, bright guy then apparently. I used huh? to be until yeah. all the CTE in America. I was going to say, until the CTE from the other 150-pound football league <laughs> kicked in. And I was like, he's only 180. Yeah. Why was it 158? Why was that the cutoff? Well, because I think it was 155, and they gave you, like, a three-pound, like, grace period or something. I don't fucking know. I don't remember that shit. Look it up. Did you guys have, like, fuck? It makes it sound professional. Did you guys have fat cheerleaders? Was it, like, the opposite? Or you had, like, disgusting instead of... Obviously, we didn't have cheerleaders. <laughs> what what teams did you play against? Yeah, who, who couldn't wait to cheer that on? What a sport. <laughs> We were our own cheerleaders. We we played Army, Navy, and all the other Ivy League schools, and then like I don't know some random other schools. Oh my God! But did you guys have an actual? Good to know that we have several soldiers that are under 120 pounds defending our defending right. our country. That makes me feel safe at night that they they can field a football team of under 120 pound soldiers. It was mostly trans men. I'll be honest, the football team was mostly trans men, but they were beat. <laughs> did you guys um? Do you guys have an actual football team too that was over 150 pounds? Yes. Did they ever like? Did they ever <laughs> no, the university threw all their money into the 150 pound league. They were like, we can't fund both teams, so we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna pick one or the other. We gotta give the audience what they want. They want the 150 and under. Did anybody ever get called up to the to the real team? <laughs> no, because they were fucking midgets, man. You know what yeah, they, they were? Waited, they weighed in with their books. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you know what they were? They were like the people you wrestled against in high school that were like beasts, but they were like little. You know, yeah, what I'm they, have about. Weight they have weight. They have weight. Oh, so there was a bunch of good little guys. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. a lot of them were wrestlers, honestly, from high school. Wow, Don, have you ever heard of this before? A lightweight football team? <laughs> never, never, no. But now that you know how many games you're going to go to. All of them? No, do they still have it or do they disband the lightweight? God football? damn it, they still have it. Quit diminishing my career. <laughs> yeah, you know, the CTE, CTE took over so harsh, um, they had to go to Harvard instead of Princeton. <laughs> You know, that's what uh, that's the joke I was trying to make, Adam, that you brought up in front of uh, who's the little wrestler guy we had on? Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, no, the guy we just had on, the um, he fights over in Japan, he's a real good wrestler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the monkey, the monkey god, yeah. Um, I had made a joke about um, what's his name, one in the 135 pound title, um, on Twitter, and I was saying, like, man, must be. That must be amazing knowing that if any man breaks in your house, as long as he's under 135 pounds, you've got it handled, you know, or whatever, like making, you know, a joke. And then you bring it up with a guy who weighs 118 pounds on here. What was that joke you were telling about? Uh, well, no, meanwhile, on Twitter, you were going after Snoop Dogg last week. This yeah. is what McCorkle <laughs> writes. He goes, Snoop Dogg has been accused of rape, murder, blah, 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 blah. And he get, nothing happens. But Russell Brand gets de demonetized. I mean, you kind of have a point there, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's what I love. Like, uh, they used to say the F word that we all still use, but they pretend like we don't. Like, uh, Dr. Dre used to say it all the time, Eminem used to say it all the time. It's completely anything in their past is fine. Howard Stern did blackface, 
said the N-word a million times. It's all cool because he's, you know, he's, he's on the left. So it, it's all good. But anybody that disagrees with it, tell you what, you bring up a vaccine or a Trump or anything, man, your life is over. If at any point any woman even said you looked at her wrong, your life is over. So, yeah. Well, I will say this. I agree with you. But Russell Brand also does have a text exchange where he's like, Oi, sorry for raping you last night. And she's really? like, I was terrified. <laughs> like, oh, I know. Sorry, I'll make it up to you. And you're kind of like, uh, well, that's not good. Oh, that's, that's not a good. hell of a Russell Brand impression. Um, <laughs> so, by the way, Bill, did you have any groupies, your lightweight football team, or no? <laughs> you know what? You're not going to let this go. No, of course. You think you I have a lady? They run 12. <laughs> Under 12. <laughs> Pat Barry was a coach. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, listen. What do you got coming up, Bill? Oh shit! What do I got coming up? I don't know. Oh, Vegas! I'm headlining the Vegas Laugh Factory November 13th through the 19th. Nice. Right. F1 weekends, not, Don, what do you got? Uh, not this week, but a couple of weeks. I'll be heading up to um, New York City for the fight. You know, um, Jones versus. Um, uh, for the heavyweight title, you know, so that one is that this uh, November tenth, eleventh. Yeah, against Stepe, and then uh, Sean. Yeah, I'm, man, my back is really sore from those injections I got yesterday, so I'll probably just be laying around watching a lot of under 126 pound football league uh, highlight. <laughs> now that I know it exists, I gotta I gotta brush up on the history of that league and the uh, you know uh, some of the all time highlights. So that's that's what I'll be doing for the next couple of days. Tony Ferguson. Yeah, sound like poof, poof, poof. You know, <laughs> violent. Um, so I will be on uh, the Greg Guffeld show this Monday. Um, nice. So that's I'm excited about that. And then I'm going on. So you did that last week. Uh, yeah, they 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 uh, moved me uh, to uh, this Monday. So yeah, they bumped you. Yeah, they I got bumped you. I got bumped. I got bumped. I got bumped. But it's still gonna be cool. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm going to, and then um and then I'm going to Kuwait and uh, Saudi Arabia and um, Egypt and Casablanca and South Africa with uh, Russell Peters in November. Nice. So uh, excited about that. We've got some cool things. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, I think I'd be getting a new agent. <laughs> 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 thank, thank you, Don. Uh, oh, I was talking about you before before you uh, woke up and remembered that we had a show today, and uh, we were saying that you, yeah. you might be the funniest human being alive. Uh, it's just one <laughs> one catchphrase after the next. It's uh, it's 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 the best. It's the best. So, uh, and then uh, Sean, what do you got coming one, up? One catchphrase. You already asked me what I have coming up. It was so interesting. You completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember, oh, I up on the 26 pound football league. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How's your YouTube channel, Sean? Uh, man, it's going. I, I'll tell you what. Everybody keeps wanting me to do my own podcast, which I don't know why this one's not enough. But everybody keeps saying, "Why don't you do your own podcast?" I'm like, so I tried record one. I immediately deleted it after I listened to it because I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Almost as much as I hate the sound of uh, Brendan Schaub's voice. That's what people get mad at me now. If I don't bring up Brendan Schaub or Bruce Buffer, they're like, dude, I watched the whole episode. Not one Schaub or Buffer joke. I'm like, can you Sorry. record, can you record Schaub's podcast and then just like put you into it? 
Like, uh, like, as if you're there making comments about it. You know what? I uh, I actually, um, well, I don't want to let that out yet. I've got a real good idea about that. But I was trying to talk my son. You know, my son does amazing impressions. Yeah. And I told him, I like, I would pay him to do a Brendan Schaub impression. And he was like, it's too complicated. Like, there's nothing about him that stands out. I was like, you got that right. Um, but he, uh, but <laughs> I was trying to have him do one. And I was going to fake an interview with me and Brendan Schaub because my son can do impressions good enough that you would actually think the person was there in the room with you. It's crazy. Oh, but, uh, yeah, and I thought about doing that. I, I don't know, man. We'll see. It's uh Everybody, not everybody, I say like tens of people have asked me to do my own podcast, but I'm like, just watch MMA Roasted. That way I don't have to do any more extra putting effort. The guy, uh, did you see the guy prank call Tucker? I mean, I prank call Fox News the other day. Huh. Oh, hold on. No. Uh, it was pretty damn funny. All right. I'll, uh, we'll leave on this. It was, uh, hold on. He's not the one that told you you're on Gutfeld, is he? Because that would be really disappointing. <laughs> no, I got the I got I got the plane ticket. I got the plane ticket and the hotel. So I'm excited about that. No, I was a little worried about your elaborate. I was a little worried about your material being a little too rough. Yeah, the ticket that show, I watched I watched that show last night. They say some pretty obscene shit on there, man. Dude, so it's the best. I think it's you'll be all right saying whatever you want. Yeah. Are you doing stand-up or is a panel? Are you doing stand-up or the panel? Bro, they had a whole thing about like Here's a clip of Joy Behar leaving the view today, and they had a like a helicopter lifting a cow. Uh, like, oh <laughs> yeah, I watched it last night. I was like, I don't think Adam will offend anybody there because they were. It was pretty. It was pretty rough last night, man. Oh, there were yeah. There was a, there was a fat woman that was trying to make it so that like she was she went off about um she went off about hotels being too small for her and and she and they, oh yeah and they, yeah. They had a fucking field day with that. She was the guy was like, well, you know, you know, she didn't uh, say she wanted the gyms bigger, but the, 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 that wasn't even. It was just one thing after another of just. It was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Um, let me see if I can find the guy who uh, who uh, prank called Fox News, which is pretty funny because the guy the guy prank called Fox News, and then uh, it was what it was right after the uh, shooting, which was which was terrible in uh, where was it, Baltimore? It does sound hilarious. No, but <laughs> so if you can find it, Joaquin Buckley. Uh, talk, oh yeah, right here. Right, so here we go. Boom. All right. So share screen. Here we go. Multiple people shot at Morgan State. Yeah, it's terrible. All right. So can you guys hear? Yeah. And that's where they declare a Mister yeah. Miss Morgan State. And we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching, we all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. Mm -hmm. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now. He's not <laughs> Controls <laughs> what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say, and now he doesn't Thank have you, that. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> we can get that clearly. Oh, live TV is awesome. <laughs> That's great. I mean, how did they not? I mean, how did they not vet that? I mean, how did they not? They They're just, like Tyrone. Don't be racist. Let him talk. Exactly. Guarantee you. They were like, wait, we have an African American yeah. who's a conservative. Put him on. <laughs> Like what? Yeah. Watching uh, our show. <laughs> so anyway, you guys have been great. Have a great weekend. I love you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah.